When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Score North knows it's been a long winter. Time to dream about the warm weather ahead at the 2023 Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show. Returning to the Minneapolis Convention Center, February 24th through the 26th. For a very limited time, you can get tickets for half price. Visit scorenorth.com right now and use the keyword golfer to save 50% on admission. Your admission ticket also gets you 14 rounds of free golf. Visit scorenorth.com keyword golfer to get this limited deal. See you at the show. Hockey. My favorite. It's Judd's Hockey Show. Welcome into Judd's Hockey Show. Uh, we didn't do a show a couple nights ago when the Wild lost to the Coyotes because, quite frankly, it wasn't worth it. It was a very disappointing game. Uh, but we come to you with some exciting news. And, yes, it is Judd and Declan. Uh, our friend Jesse Pierce, who's been joining us on Wednesdays, will be along next week. Um, also, a very special guest. We're expecting oh. to talk to Bill Guerin on a show oh, this week. Show. Probably going to record that Thursday. Friend of the show, Bill Guerin, who likes to tell you you don't know what you're talking about when it comes to... Jewel Eric. Might, might, um, might, might own up to that with him, I think, uh, on, on that interview. Might own up to that. I one. like it. Yeah. I like that very much. All right, Declan, you sent me some exciting news today. Um, considering where the Wild was under Chuck Fletcher, one thing that got Chuck canned by Craig Leopold was the fact that this franchise's uh, minor league system and prospect pool was really, really depleted and not good. So you take the reins. Tell me sure. what. The latest is with Bill Guerin now at the helm of developing this organization. Yeah, so The Athletic every year, our friend's The Athletic, friend of the show, Michael Russo, uh, his colleagues do a prospect ranking. And Scott Wheeler is the one who heads this up here. So he's their big prospect guru for you baseball fans. You know, he's kind of like, like the Keith Law of prospects. He ranks all the teams with the best prospect pools. And he's been staggering them out. He's been teasing them out over, the, I think, the last couple of weeks. And Obviously, in the last few days, he releases a new one. Then we got the top five. The Wild haven't been named yet. Oh, okay. Well, then we got to three. Okay, the Wild still haven't been named yet. And then Yay. yesterday, he finishes up with number two, meaning that the Minnesota Wild are the number one prospect pool ranking in the entire NHL. Um, wow. I'll, I'll give you the list of some of the prospects here wow. in a second. But in his brief write-up at The Athletic, he says, the Wild are the only team in the league with the top prospect at all six positions. Goalie, center, left wing, right wing, right hand uh, defenseman, left hand defenseman, and they're the team with the most prospects in his upcoming top 50 drafted prospect rankings. So, give you a little rundown here on the the top 10 prospects that he ranks. Probably to no surprise, number one, Jesper Walstead. 
uh, the goaltender in the AHL who is tearing it up. I've been telling you. I've been telling you I love the kid. He he looks damn good, Judd. Um, and I don't know how quickly he'll be here, but he, that, man, when you have your goaltending situation figured out for potentially years to come, that is a great thing to have. Uh, also still just 20 years old, too. I mean, it's rare for goaltending prospects to develop as quickly and as ready-made as he you. is. I told you this. You were telling me back off on Wallstead. I said, I like this kid. World Juniors, I saw him. He, This kid is poised. I loved him. Uh, number two, Marco Rossi, uh, who's flourishing in the AHL. I uh, Speaking of questions of Bill Guerin, I think we'll probably bring some Rossi questions uh, to the GM uh, uh, when we do speak to him. Uh, maybe I'll bring the fastballs. Are you bringing fastballs? I hope, he bats you down. I hope he bats you down. I hope he just tells you to bleep off. Uh, number three, Liam Ogren, I believe is how it's uh, pronounced. He is a left wing, uh, played in the Sweden top tier league, um, uh, top junior league, I should say, uh, for the last few years. He's a dynamic winger. Uh, number four, Danilia Yurov, I believe it is, another big prospect in the KHL. Uh, he's dressed in 150 KHL games. Obviously, They've got some good KHL guys, yes. I, w- I would say, I think it's safe to say, right, Judd, that the KHL is probably the second best hockey league in the world that's not named the NHL. Yep. Um, and then number five, Brock Faber uh, at the U of M, who looks like a ready-made prospect. They got him in the Kevin Fiala trade. Uh, I'm guessing we'll make the jump immediately from the U of M to Minnesota. I haven't heard much steam on that, but he's number five. Right shot, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, right I think defenseman. he's yep. going to. Yeah, if Dumba, if Dumba is indeed dealt uh, by the March 3rd deadline, my guess is that at some point in time soon thereafter, once their season is done, Brock Faber will be plugged in. And then rounding out the top uh, top 10 here, 6 through 10, I'll just fly through them. Carson Lambost, a left-handed defenseman, uh, number seven, Murat Kuza. I, yeah, I, I can't, that's a, it's not that it's not that hard. He he played in the World Juniors a couple uh-huh. of years ago. Um, and when I Ooh. saw it, or, it's not that hard, but it doesn't work phonetically. And I believe so like, Stella. No, you don't have a right. No, she has, My, she has some takes too. No, she thinks she's right. No, but she thinks she's right. You don't know anything about the KHL. Uh, in the KHL, and I think the same team that Kirill Kaprizov played for in the KHL. Uh, that might be the case, yes. Because yes. Kirill got traded as well, right? I yep. think they all get fun- funneled to like one really good team eventually. Uh, Jack Pert at St. Cloud State University, left-handed defenseman at 8. Adam Beckman, who we have seen before the last few years yep. in Iowa at number 9. And number 10, yep. uh, David uh, Spesic, I believe it is, uh, a right-handed defenseman in the QMJHL. So... What do you make, Judd, nice. here? I mean, I, I, again, we'll probably ask some, ask a little bit more of this to uh, the friend of the show, Bill Guerin, but what do you make the Wild having the number one prospect pool in the NHL? Well, first of all, I mean, it's fantastic. It's great. Now, of, of course, and Dex, we, we've talked about this in baseball too, it means nothing until they actually develop and play for you. Um, but, I mean, just to have a, a top 10 prospect pool and a prospect pool that's this potentially deep, I mean, too, for trade purposes as well, uh, it gives you a freedom. You, you know, Chuck Fletcher, part of the problem with Chuck was he also moved draft picks so easily that they didn't even get a chance to draft guys at times. I I also don't think it's coincidental at all. And this hire got attention at the time, but it probably uh, flew below the radar a little bit, was um, stealing Judd Brackett away from the Canucks. Yeah, that's a big one. Who's their top personnel guy when it comes to prospects. Uh, Judd Brackett, from all accounts, and it sounds like this is justification to a certain point, uh, is absolutely considered one of the great evaluators of young talent. So, yes, this is a very exciting thing. And, you know, it's a fine line to preach patience, right? Like, I get that. When it comes to the Vikings, we're sick of that because they're ordinarily good, but they don't deliver championships. 
But when it comes to the Wild, uh, last year was fun. And, I mean, this team is competitive for sure. But I think it becomes, Declan, easier to preach patience as we, we go through the Suter and Parisi buyout cap hell. Sure. Um, as we watch this team, which is certainly not a finished product when it comes to talent. I mean, Kaprizov's phenomenal. But, you know, Dex, to go back to a conversation that we continue to have, they don't have a center that can, that you know, Ryan Hartman's going back between Kaprizov and Zuccarello. All of that being said, it, easier, it becomes easier to have patience when you realize when this team comes out of cap hell, what is potentially around the corner. And, again, you might be in a position in the next few years where you're damn good and you need to make a trade at the deadline and that trade's going to cost you and you've got the capital to make the trade potentially. Yeah. So like, I, I, I think this gives you just being cautious here, but I do think it gives you a lot of optimism about where the Minnesota wild is headed. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that that optimism um, has really run organizationally deep all that much since the team's inception in 2000. Yeah, I agree. And and this is where you have to have a position of strength of having great prospects that you know you can graduate potentially. I mean, we've saw that with Matt Boldy. Um, hopefully Marco Rossi and Jesper Wallstead are those next two guys that legit go. But of those top 10 dudes, you know, we're high on Brock Faber, right? We're high on Rossi. We're high on Jesper Wallstead. Odds are, you know, five of these guys aren't really going to sniff the NHL or make a career out of them. And, and there's also a chance that one or two of these guys near the bottom and Adam Beckman, et cetera, are probably going to exceed expectations, right? They could end up, Adam Beckman could end up having a bigger career than Marco Rossi. I mean, I don't think that'll happen, but that's how those top 10 rankings work, man. Like not, no one has the perfect science to it, but it's a great, it's a great thing to have in your back pocket. Chuck Fletcher dealt draft picks, right? Like the Wilds core and nucleus was there because they graduated the Grandlands and the coils and the, you know, traded for Nino Niederreiters. Right. But then they, those guys graduated, and the cupboards were then barren, right? I mean, they were just completely right, barren. And that's yeah. because then you traded the draft picks to nothing to supplement it. Bill Guerin's done a pretty good job um, at hiring the right people, drafting the right guys, and, uh, and that's all going to be uh, good things. Judd, I will tell you the uh, number one popcorn ranking. Can I give you the number one? It's actually one through ten. It's one through ten. My friends at Popcorn. Oh, that's a My nice My friends tin. at Popcorn. This oh, great I like wild that. tin. I like that yeah. tin. Here we go. Oh, inside a little bit. Oh, what do we got here? I love we got popcorn. We got some. Uh, popcorn. Oh, we it's go. a weakness of mine. Little, little two sides. That's a weakness here. of mine. I'm going to tell you right now. I could kill that bag oh, in a day easily, easily, or Maybe. an afternoon. Yeah, yeah, easily. You can you know eat some popcorn. Some uh, I have some dill pickle and Southwest heat in here. Plenty of uh, flavors. Seventy different flavors of popcorn at my friends at popcorn. You can go online to order for our for Judd's Hockey Show listeners outside of the Twin Cities Metro. It's popcorn. Dot com Or if you're in the Metro, go stop in off Shady Oak Road in 62 in Minnetonka. Go check out Popped Corn, the best popcorn around. Love to hear that. And in fact, we're about to get to some reckless speculation, which is brought to you by our friends at Popcorn and also by our friends at Park Tavern located in St. Louis Park, the official sports bar of One Sports Dad. There you're looking at the bowling. And look, that puts it perfectly. Eat, drink, bowl, and party. At Park Tavern, there's bowling. There's two bars. It's a huge space. And if you are looking for a place to throw a party or hold your fantasy league draft, you know, let's say it's your wife or your kid's birthday. Let's say an anniversary is coming up. It's your 20th, and you want to have a big shindig. I'm talking 40 people. I'm talking a big group. Park Tavern is the perfect place to hold that, and it's this simple. All you have to do is contact my friend Cheryl and the Park Tavern staff. They will take care of the rest. You will look like a planner. 
Guys, you will you will be a hero at home. And guess what? All you've done is make this phone call. 952-929-6810. 952-929-6810. Or online, parktavern.net. Parktavern.net. Um, and the last thing, Sports Dad's going to his favorite sports bar, Park Tavern, to watch the big game. All right. I hear Kansas Kansas City is playing Philadelphia on Sunday, so join me. I think I think Dawn might be there too, but Sports Dad will be watching the big game in the main bar, so come say hi on Sunday for that tilt. All right, reckless speculation time. Uh, trade deadline March 3rd is coming up. Reckless what are you hearing or reading about the wild and trade room. Yeah, I haven't heard stuff yet. I should probably text my sources. You're right. I should I should be doing a little bit yeah, more. Just say you've heard right? it. It doesn't matter, dude. It's it's a podcast on radio. Just say you've heard it. All right. I was um I was cruising the internet. I saw a guy Elliot Friedman in his thirty two thoughts column uh yeah. pointed out that might be another team to look at uh for James Van Riemsdyk, JVR who's now in Philadelphia. The Flyers are in a mess. John Tortorell wrote a letter to the, to yeah, the, to the fan base. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure Torts was the one yeah. to write that letter. That, that makes a lot of free sense. Free April games, right? I think if you buy season tickets, the, your, tickets <laughs> your tickets in April are free. Uh, yes, which, good luck. If you want to be a Flyers fan, that is, that is all up on you if you uh, want to pursue that route. But he says, also, yep. James Van Riemsdyk in Minnesota. The Wild are looking for scoring. Just a little nugget he threw in there. A very reckless speculate piece of reckless speculation. JVR in his last year with the Flyers. Now his cap hit uh, right now is high uh, for the season. I believe it is $8 million. If seven. that is a uh, seven million, excuse me, thank you. Yep. Uh, now that's pro weighted. Like if you acquired him, it's right. not completely seven millions in the Wild's books. It probably is looking at, I believe, you know, three or four at, at least or so. But JVR up there in age a little bit, Judd, uh, 33 years old. I believe our friend Jesse Pierce said he resides uh, in Minnesota. Offseason, yes. I think he has a cabin maybe in the Brainerd Lakes area. Okay. So, yes, I think he spends uh, I think he spends a very smart man because he's rich uh, summers here. Uh, so I, I wouldn't hate this. This is a guy who's a veteran. Philadelphia is clearly going to be selling. You're not going to get him for peanuts, but he's not going to cost you know the Bo Horvat route, the Brock Besser route, um, because he's a rental. You know they're not going to be able to get a haul for him, but he would provide nice scoring depth, a nice veteran depth too. That I think Bill Guerin probably looked to target a little bit here. What are your thoughts, JVR, uh, as a wild deadline buy? Well, first of all, um, let's talk about the price for him. Because, you know, I'm not going to give you a lot. But, yes, if he is a rental, the Flyers are desperate. I'm guessing it might be a draft pick at this point. Um, last year, on a bad Flyers team, which, after coaching change, was coached, of course, by Mike Yo, 82 games, 24 goals, 38 points, a minus 33. But, again, that team was awful. Mm-hmm. This year, uh, he has played 32 games, 18 goals, 21 points. He's actually a plus two. Um if you could get him at the right price, would I plug him in uh, in place of Sam Steele? Absolutely. So I believe the line in Dallas tonight, the second line, technically the second line, Dex, I think it's going to be Sam Steele centering for Goudreau now, who's being moved to wing, and Matthew Boldy. JVR with Boldy intrigues me on the other wing, and now Goudreau can go back to center. I'm I'm sorry. I'm just not that enthralled by Sam Steele. Like, I know that there's yeah, this, he was a first-round pick and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, now he's unlocked. And I'm not saying he can't play here. I'm just saying I'm not enthralled. I don't think that there's a ton more there. So 
this does intrigue me. But you know what, Dex, too? The reality is this. I mean, Bill Guerin said, I don't know, three weeks ago now, this team will tell me as the deadline approaches what I need to do. And the more I watch this team, like the bottom half of the Western Conference, like it's a hell of a race. It's a lot of fun to watch. Are the Wild 100% a playoff team? No. Could they be? Absolutely. Do you want to acquire a guy like this, an, a veteran guy, in a year in which you don't know? Like, I'm not giving you much for it. Yeah. Um, I'm sort of out on, like, I'm excited about the prospects. I'm excited about where this team is going. But, Dex, I think that there was a thought process a year ago before the season started, around the time that the Kaprizov contract got done, that there was a window immediately open which they tried to take advantage of, right? Mm -hmm. They had a good year. They made the playoffs. They got bounced, but they made trades. My feeling at that time was that was the window for like the next couple of years. I don't know that this is now seen as an extension. In fact, I'm pretty sure it's not. Now, how, how much Bill will share with us about the vision, I don't know. But, you know, I don't want to make trades now for the sake of can we just sneak in? I don't think it's worth it. I'd trade Dumba because I'd like to get something back there. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to. A year ago, I would have been hypercritical if they had done nothing to try to improve themselves. They did. It didn't work. Right? Yeah. But are you going to be. But, I, you know, if you get Van Riemsdyk, that's cool. But if you don't, I'm not going to torch you. I'm just not. So right now, the wild. um do not own a third round pick in the upcoming draft, but they have a first, second, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh. Um, they have all their picks in 2024. They do not have a fifth round pick in 2025. To put it simply, they have their first and second round picks locked in for the next three draft, and they have a round three pick in 24-25. Would you sacrifice a third round pick in 2024 for JVR? Yeah, I could probably get it back. I probably would. I probably would. would you go much would you give up a second is that too much no no it's too much for me it's too much for me I just don't I don't know this is the year to do that I did feel that last year was mm -hmm. I did feel that way I, I would have been very disappointed if they, they hadn't made some substantial moves and I mean they didn't break the bank but they made some substantial moves um no I wouldn't give up a second round pick I I would give up a third round pick that I thought I could probably get back um because I do think it would be intriguing. I here's the one thing where I where I would here's probably the primary reason I would do it, and it's not just to try to make the playoffs. It's for the sake of Boldy. Yeah, you know Sammy St Sammy Steele and Goudreau. Now that doesn't excite me it, any more than the previous incarnations. Mm -hmm. Now personally, I would have Sammy Walker up here playing with them. But you know what? If I could get a more skilled guy or a more a veteran guy who I like more. Um, cause there are nights where I feel bad for Boldy. And I think that I, I don't know if you agree with this or not. I think Dean is starting to feel the same way. I found it very intriguing in some of the, the, uh, penalty laden game that they played against the Coyotes a couple nights ago. In some of the four on fours, they had Boldy with Kaprizov. Mm -hmm. So he was the pseudo center, which I, which again, I like. I like. But yeah, if it's a third round pick in 24, I could probably get that pick back. Yeah, I, I think I would do that. Um, Maybe you can throw it. Maybe you can do what you did last season. It's a conditional. Like if the Vikings, if the Vikings, if the Wild win a playoff series, it becomes a second or something. Like I could, 
potentially get down with that. And if he's from Minnesota, he might be interested in re-signing here too. Certainly not at the same AAV he's had in Philadelphia, and he's not the same player he used to be where he was a routine 30-goal right. scorer. Um, but right. I think I think a guy like JVR is a much more realistic target, and I think a much more uh, an addition that would bring me a little bit more excitement and probably hope that it unlocks Boldy and makes you deeper offensively. I mean, Judd, they, they have problems scoring. That's, that's clear. Um, five, they're a mess right now. Yeah. And then, you know, and lastly, obviously, the Brodeen injury, who who won't play on Wednesday, is going to be reevaluated oh, by Wild Doctors. It's not this, good. It, when you're getting reevaluated, like, you're going to be well, out a little bit at the very least, in my and opinion. And you saw when, when they play the Dallas Stars in Dallas tonight before they, they come home to start a homestand, I think it's like a seven-game homestand on Thursday, it's Golagoski and Dumba. Yeah, it's... Say your prayers, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's I, I mean, D- Brodeen routinely saves Dumba. Oh yeah, defensively. Yes, he so, does. Yes, he does. I don't know. Hey, uh, before we wrap up here on Judd's Hockey Show, shout out to the University of Saint Thomas. They got some games this weekend. They're uh, hosting Northern Michigan, Judd, uh, at the Saint Thomas Ice Arena. Of course, you can hear those games on fifteen hundred ESPN on radio dial here, or you want to go watch some uh, college puck? Go to Tommy Sports. Com. Plenty of great Division One action in Minnesota, but I would be at Tommy's. Uh, go, go watch uh, some the, the Tommy's at St. Thomas Ice Arena. They have Northern Michigan this weekend. Go to TommySports.com for tickets or hear the games right here on 1500 ESPN. They split with Mankato they last did. weekend, right? Yeah, they beat Or Man- I'm sorry, Minnesota, Minnesota State. State. Minnesota State, those purple cows, man. Those purple cows. They still get mad when I say that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. But a split with that... that Tommy Sports is on the right track. Hey. Like, this is a quick development. Enrico, Hockey competitive. Yeah. Basketball, it is not hyperbole to say this. 1,500 ESPN right now carries easily the best Division One basketball team in town. <laughs> they do. They easily do. It's not hyperbole to say that. Yeah, my, my guy. Not uh, KFAN. My, my guy, uh, Enrico Blase, is uh, helping turn that hockey team around. Doing a really Amen. good job. Doing a good job. All right, hit that subscribe button. Daily Minnesota Sports Entertainment. I hear on Score North. Uh, this is Judd's Hockey Show. That's Judd Zolgad. I am Declan Goff. Shout out to Park Tavern. Shout out to Popped Corn for helping us out. And we'll be back soon. Pass, shoot, score. You know, there's no room for petty bull****.